0: spoilers check mature language check should listeners be advised check
1: that invasion is here roadie and we can't even tell who the invaders are
2: this is a ticking time bomb and it was you who lit the match
1: you're the most wanted man on the planet well mama always said i was special Fury in Marvel Studios Secret Invasion streaming June 21st only on Disney Plus <laughs> Marvel superheroes have arrived.
3: Dan Lee presents Diabulu Frank, and illegal machine.
4: Before we do anything, I yep. want to make it crystal clear. There's no fucking way we're doing a secret invasion episode of the Marvel Superheroes podcast. It's not fucking happening. So we're recording this and it's going to end up being a segment in one of the magazines. And in fact, I'm even watching another backlog Marvel show to discuss that, knowing that there's no way we're going to do a whole episode on goddamn secret invasion. Just to get that out of the fucking way. Plus, we don't think there was a fix that has watched the show. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't. we're not getting an episode. So. So tell me this do, are you familiar with Secret War no plural uh,
0: singular Secret no. War
4: yes No. so this was a. I am vaguely series.
0: aware of some of the Secret Invasion stuff yeah. in the Marvel Universe so
4: Secret War was a miniseries. I think that uh, Gabriel Del Alto painted it back when people still painted comic books which is almost not a thing anymore because nobody gets paid enough to paint a comic book anymore right. and then Brian Bendis wrote it and it was basically about Nick Fury going out and uh, having these conflicts that related to in a Skrull invasion and working with guys like Spider-Man and Wolverine to kind of counter that and then ultimately he puts together a group that they dubbed the Secret Warriors where it's like metahumans that uh, help him to fight off the scroll invasion but that happens in Secret Invasion and I don't remember who drew Secret Invasion I just remember they had a bunch of Greg Horn posters and they made a big deal about who can you trust and 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 look, scroll integration into society and shit like that um, but I don't remember who actually drew the shit and there was a, a thought that they were going to bring back a bunch of characters or reveal a Bunch of characters were actually scrolls this whole time. I know at one point they had like a Power Man show up, the one with the headband and the, uh, the yellow. Because Bendis had spent several years turning Luke Cage into a very different character than he had been from the black exploitation roots and stuff. And he had him marry Jessica Jones. They had a baby and shit. And so there's some thoughts like, oh, he's gonna go back to the original Power Man. I'm like, no, it's just another fucking scroll. Uh, and then they so like, are they gonna bring back Captain Marvel, the Marvel character? It's like, no, it turned out to be a scroll who was like a variation of Super Scrolls that had a little more power. Maybe he had the quantum bands, but he was actually a scroll. So they didn't. Bring Captain Marvel back—the one guy that Marvel doesn't bring back, thankfully. Yeah. So ultimately, the only big change was they brought back Mockingbird, Bobby Morse, who had been dead since the early '90s. Avengers West Coast, leading into Force Works. Despite the fact that I think Avengers West Coast 100 had them go to hell and be battling Lucifer to try to get Mockingbird's soul, but apparently that was a scroll soul that they were working towards. And uh, really, yeah. And so the, the the Bobby Morse that got her own series, and they had the whole asking about my feminist agenda shirt and all that kind of good shit. Uh, that was the real Bobby that had been captured by Skrulls and that's really the only thing that came out of that shit yeah. but also you yeah, had the Secret Warriors and that includes Daisy Johnson Quake uh, who of course got adapted into Marvel's Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. and became one of the major characters in that show Got it. Uh, but otherwise Secret Invasion wasn't shit as a comic book and nobody really liked it and it didn't make a lot of logical sense and uh, now we have Secret Invasion the TV show and Nick Fury finally has his own starring vehicle the closest we've ever had to that in the past was Winter Soldier where Nick Fury carries the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, very much the way uh, uh, Agent Maria Hill was one of the major figures in the early parts of Avengers, just like uh, Clint Barton and, and Nick Fury took up a good chunk of the beginning of that movie. But of course, Nick Fury in Winter Soldier is way fucking cooler than Maria Hill and company in Avengers.
0: Well, he kind of co stars Captain Mar- Captain Marvel. Nick right, Fury. right.
4: That's true, too. That's yeah, true, it's too. It's like a buddy yes.
0: cop movie, kind of. Yeah.
4: But he's clearly a supporting character to Captain Marvel in that, where in the early parts of Winter Soldier, it's about him and him dealing with S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. It's like, you know, there's a little Cap in there, but Cap's got got a cameo before he really starts his own story. So going into Secret Invasion, did you have, like... Okay, so before this show came out, I was in Copenhagen and Denmark and traveling around, and what I found really interesting... Flash definitely got more attention. There was like a, a gigantic uh, um, uh, advertisement on the side of a building for the Flash in the middle of town and stuff. But everywhere else I went, whether it was their, their metro system or their train system, uh, in the metros they had uh, videos and they would cycle through a bunch of videos. At the train station they had those those uh, uh, ones where it rotates and so it's like it, it goes in one direction and then it reverses and goes yep. the other direction. And every single time you saw Flash and then you saw Secret Invasion. They were always paired up in, in this town. So it, there was almost a sense of like, because already the buzz was bad on Flash, and there's already a sense there's going to be a flop. So you got the sense of Marvel trolling the Flash by having Secret Invasion. But then, of course, ultimately the reaction is that they're both among the worst things that either company has produced in their, their shared universes. So going into Secret Invasion, did you have high hopes? Did you think it was going to be a good
0: show? Uh, no, I didn't have high hopes because the basis of the movie was off of Captain Marvel. And like, you know, when I'm seeing is like, and I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit about it any of this. Like, I don't fucking care about Nick Fury was up on Saber this whole time, Mm. and he's coming down to Earth. Like, I don't give a shit about that, and um, you know, there's just, uh, it's kind of like the comics. There's sort of a lack of the ability to really do anything groundbreaking in these TV shows. Like, it's not going to turn out that fucking Tony Stark was a scroll who snapped, and Tony Stark's still out there. You know, like, that shit's not going to fucking, Robert Downey Jr.'s not going to pop up in this show, right? But the fact that Don Cheadle was going to be in it a lot, I kind of was saving... some, like, maybe this is going to lead, lead into Armor Wars, even or something. You know, I, I don't know what, where they're, what they're doing with this shit. So I was kind of curious. Um, I like that uh, it was going to be a Samuel L. Jackson joint because I tend to like things Samuel yeah. Jackson's in. Even if it's bad, if he's on the screen, it's usually at least pretty entertaining.
4: He's one of our favorite actors.
0: Yeah. yeah and um, so I thought, you know, at least we're going to get some episodes of watching Sam Jackson on the fucking thing. So, you know, how bad could some it cool be? Some cool spy shit. Cool you know, spy the shit. thriller. There is some. Them, oh, is the person he's talking to a scroll or not a scroll? I'm sure this is going to happen half a fucking dozen times, which it did. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was cautiously optimistic, but stressed the cautiously.
4: Now you waited a few weeks before you watched it, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. did you even had you started it by the time the conclusion had aired?
0: No, uh, no. Yeah, no. So I think you we were watched aware it
4: the, of the significant backlash to the conclusion of the miniseries.
0: Um, you uh, you weren't aware? Not of the conclusion. I was under the. I knew people were not digging it,
4: mm-hmm.
0: but then I would kind of click on like a comment section, which I should stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And mostly it was generally like, I like it. Like, why is everybody so negative about this? I think it's kind of cool. I'm enjoying it. Blah, 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 blah. So then I'm like, you know, well, maybe this, maybe it's getting review bombed or maybe, you know what I mean? I, I was leaving the door open. Yeah. There was enough conflicting stuff out there that well, I I it, was able to keep an open mind.
4: Like I was on social media and I was critical of the show for the five episodes. And usually what happened is I'd say something critical, not fully outright negative. I, and I had no point where I was like, I hate this fucking shit. I just was like increasingly over the course of the episodes like this isn't really shaping up to be what I'd hoped it would be and it's a a little underwhelming and there'd be people jumping and saying no I like it, I like it's pretty good and then the finale came out and there were still like people didn't like the finale but they were still kind of defending the show and I went on Twitter and they were like ripping the shit out of it. They were just ripping it to shreds the night that it aired I I, because I had this thing that was going on where I kept forgetting about it which is not a great sign of how much I'm enjoying it. Like I would watch it and I didn't hate it. It wasn't like a slog or anything but I just wasn't very engaged and so I watched the, the premiere I think the night of and then for several weeks afterwards I kept forgetting and uh, there's oh, oh yeah Secret Invasion came on the other day and we would watch it Thursday nights instead because I was just literally forgetting that it was on and then toward the end I was like okay well there's probably gonna be something spoilery I gotta make sure I watch at least the last episode on time because something's gonna get you know out there and so I watched it that Wednesday night and then I went on uh, some one of my smaller social media circles where people were a little bit more kind to it and I'm like, no, 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 no. This, I know this isn't the general reaction. This is fans that are being, you know, giving it some slack and go on Twitter and they were just fucking annihilating the show. So, um,
0: do we, do we want to just talk about what yeah, we Yeah, just
4: about? talk about it. So, uh, it starts like, out why, why did you even decide to watch it?
0: Uh, we ran out of things to watch, okay. Um, so we, we knew that with only being six episodes, and honestly, we checked the run times,
4: yeah, they didn't really 90 the shit, yeah.
0: No, I think the first one we had to have been like 50 something, and after that, they got down in the 30s, especially so like the last couple episodes, like 35 minutes each right and i'm like okay we can knock out like two of these a night maybe even two and then four right Um,
4: which is an interesting premise because i was talking to you guys on text messaging over the course of the series that was coming out and i think fix it asked me how it was and it's like i'm okay with watching an episode a night i couldn't do two in a row there's no way i'm gonna i'm just engaged enough to get through an episode a week i'm not doing i'm not shotgunning this shit that's part of why i kept watching it week after week a day or so late because i did not want to try to catch up at any point and watch two Two in a row.
0: Yeah, but it, it, at the, at some point it was like if we don't watch these in a row, we're not coming back to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not happening. So, uh we kind of like made a blood pact. Yeah, like we're finishing yeah. finishing this over the next 3 days. So, like we're yeah. going to do like 2 2 2 or we're going to do 2 1 3 or something like that, which is kind of what we did. I think we did 2 1 3. Mm-hmm. So, um it, the one thing that I really look, Sam Jackson was okay in it. But and I, I don't know if you mentioned this, so you know it has the AI openings, right? And yeah. I or if I read this somewhere that it felt like the show was written by AI <laughs> because I couldn't like follow the dialogue sometimes mm. like I feel like two people would have an entire conversations in a room and I would sit there and think in my head like what did they just fucking say mm. like I don't what really... was communicated by the scene yeah well no but even that where it's like it, it's almost like uh, when you hear somebody from a foreign language do karaoke but they're not doing karaoke they're singing the song that they but they don't actually know English but they're saying the words and at like a tertiary you know glance you're like oh I know exactly what song they're singing and then you listen a little closely to the words they're not actually saying like English words they're making the sounds that they hear mm. when they listen they've heard the song so many times that's what this show sounded like to me where they would have a whole conversation I'm like they said a lot of like words about you know like espionage words but I don't know if they actually completed a sentence in the entire scene it, where, where they're saying the or you know there's like like a, they'll say like a metaphor and then someone says a metaphor back and I'm like I don't know if either of those made any sense with the context of this conversation you're having uh, it was just yeah, kind of like with comics you'd have somebody who read
4: a book or watched a movie and then they did a comic book that was based on that material and then somebody read the comic and then they try to do another comic based on the adaptation of the comic of the other material and it becomes this telephone game where less and less is appropriately communicated until it just
0: becomes babble. You you wrote your book report on the movie. Right. Not the movie adaptation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the other thing that just struck me was like, God damn, there's a lot of talking in this show. Like a lot of talking and not a lot of action. Uh, I mean, maybe you got one action action beat per episode maybe but for and i understand it's secret invasion but it's literally like it's talkie talky invasion i mean and then you know you start seeing the numbers floating around for the budget for this show that was like 240 million dollars and it was like that's as, that was more than barbie and more than oppenheimer for this fucking television show and i'm like where did they spend the money was that all to pay sam jackson and uh they saved all that money on not
4: animating the front opening sequence because they, the, they were talking about that they're trying to defend is like nobody lost your jobs to this. We just did the AI opening sequence. You still see credits. like, And then the CGI people would come in They say, well, the credits would be this many names long if it was animated. And it said it's this many names long because it's AI instead. So all those people that aren't in the credits didn't get paid because they didn't work on that. So yes, it does have an, an, a human impact when you do this shit. And of course, they said, oh no, it's a choice because we're trying to reflect the alienness." And it's like, well, you're not doing a Skynet show. You're doing an alien show. So using AI, it doesn't reflect what aliens would think like. You're just, we're using it as a butt cut because you knew it was going to be weird shit and so you, you used the weird shit opening because it was cheaper. Yeah.
0: Uh, other problems with the show, like, well, these are just kind of inherent problems with mm-hmm. the scrolls. Mm-hmm. They don't really make any fucking sense. Do the clothes, are the clothes changing with them? Do the clothes not change with them? It's just, you can't think about it too hard. And when the whole show is about scrolls, mm. it's just really obvious that it's kind of a bunch of bullshit powers. And really these people could just take over the whole fucking planet if they were that good at this. Well, they kind of do. I mean, we yeah, find out that several countries sure. are being run by scrolls, which I'm
4: sorry, if I'm a, if I'm living in like the UK or France or something, I would be kind of offended that it was okay for my country to be taken. Uh, over by scrolls, it's way more likely that the U.S. would be taken over by a scroll, you know. Well, um,
0: until you see that, like, if you just shoot one in the leg, they can't maintain their form anymore. Mm-hmm. They turn it. Well, it's like you could go around just start clubbing people in the fucking knee, and we're gonna find all. Well, the but, scrolls the, but they're really not looking for fast. scrolls
4: is the whole thing. They think there's a few dozen scrolls total on the planet at the beginning. At the beginning,
0: right? Uh, so anyway, it's just lots of lots of problems. Yeah. Okay. And then the you know the the plot itself then starts to fall apart because the not not whatever plot there fucking was right. <laughs> the, the, the scene where they're like they plant they plant that bomb in that square and it goes off and it's like Nick Fury is 10 feet from this bomb and then they say in the newscast in the next episode that like 6,000 people died <laughs> and it's like what the fuck there it was, was like 40 people there were 40 people on that set what yeah. do you mean thousands and right. thousands of like triple 9-11 happened right. Nick Fury was 10 feet from this fucking bomb and he just fell over like again that's where I'm like where was the 200 million dollars mm-hmm. I because that was bullshit well,
4: and clearly was made under covid conditions and i'm sure that's part of where the expense went to but still maria
0: hill dies who fucking cares that was like like the biggest who fucking cares moment but also because the show is nothing but scrolls Mm -hmm. you can't even buy into the fact that she actually died because the whole fucking show is waiting for him to come back and say oh no it was a a fake out and then by the end of the fucking show you forgot that she died and it's like well well, then there's no real payoff except for and and then there's the scene where like her her mom bitches nick fury out and you're you're like what are we even watching here
4: yeah well because again the, the last conversation of substance that maria hill has with nick yuri was chastising him for abandoning the world after winter soldier and fucking off to a satellite for all these years well actually it wasn't that it was it was after the the snapping after the blip when he came back from the blip he didn't do anything after that right and so she's t- telling him you know you're old you're incompetent you you're you don't need to be here you should just let us handle it you're gonna fuck everything up because you've been absentee for years now and then she's fucking dead right and then again the next episode they're in the uk and uh, her mom's british and i'm already like was that a thing why is her mom british i don't even understand was she british yeah she was speaking with an accent are you sure yeah she was speaking with an accent i'm like why are we in like because we, we, we were in st petersburg or whatever and then we've gone to the uk and it's like why is maria hill english i don't understand this but also the, her, her last words of note are telling nick fury he isn't worth a shit and then the next episode her mom's telling him that she's not worth a shit and also because they go through the trouble of going to the funeral not the funeral but having turning over the body to the mom you're like wow they're really hard selling this death they're probably gonna reverse this later on because the actual episode doesn't have any impact and, it, and it's a dumb uh embarrassing death that she has she's just, just shot in the belly by a guy who looks like Nick Fury you know obviously this would be way more impactful uh, you know you, you should have a moment like rocket when he's crying for his friends with Nick Fury and losing he said he's his, like his age yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're gonna come back to this later on and address us like oh no no they didn't they, we really Really did kill her, but they so failed to sell that death, and also the death is tied into making Nick Fury look bad. So the two things you're waiting for is a you're waiting for Nick Fury to have his redemption arc and prove that he is on top of his game and he is still a badass, and that Maria is even really dead anyway. She just did the same thing he did, the fake out from Winter Soldier, and it's like neither of those things ever happened And you're like, wow, this thing is failing at just the most basic dramatic levels, especially for a heroic. Like it's one thing if you're you're doing like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, you know where oh it's supposed to be about the illusion of of uh, uh the the cold war and and w- how it, everybody is negatively impacted by all the spy shit and everything like that this is marvel shit this is fucking confection and so if you're not like cheering at the end of the show they done fucked up yeah right but what's interesting about that too is i've never been a fan of maria hill i, I like kobe smolders on how i met your mother i think she's good as robin Scherbatsky. and then we still me and my girlfriend whenever we're referring to her in the marvel universe we still call her Robin as it? happens i've been running marvel's agents of shield as background noise recently i just restarted it from the beginning again just to have it on while i'm doing other stuff and it's weird because having you know for me those first few seasons were really hard to get through and you know i was bitching about it the whole time i was watching it but having gone through seven seasons of this and gotten to know those characters and seen their arcs and everything now when i catch episodes from the first season because i'm invested in those characters now and I know where they end up it will suck me in and i forgot about how toward the end of the season after the big reveal about hydra how Nick Fury comes back and Maria Hill comes back.
5: Yeah, it went as expected. S.H.I.E.L.D. implodes and everyone wants answers. The C.I.A., N.S.A., N.R.O. Them I can handle, but Congress? Congress is like kindergarten. Where is this fridge? What was in there? Who or what is a man thing? I swear, I need a cocktail and a lobotomy. But apparently, my every move continues to fascinate them. Tonight's standard issue surveillance package includes fake yuppie, not checking her texts at the bus stop, imposter homeless man, mildly offensive, and the hipster following me looks familiar. I think he's Russian or... Go on.
2: Pepper, I'll call you back in 10. We need to talk, Agent Hill. May, a
5: phone call would have done it. But I appreciate the discretion.
2: Thought you'd like the night off. They must hate that you're going to work for Stark.
5: Most of the intelligence community would like to drop me into a dark hole but even they can't mess with Tony's army of lawyers. So for now, we're privatizing global security. Wanna
2: join? Colson needs help. And he won't take it from me anymore. Where is he? Providence base. And he's got enough to worry about without obsessing over Tahiti and who covered it up. You mean besides us. How much does he know? Enough. That they used alien biology, rewrote his memories, And that Fury did it under someone else's direction, I want to know who that was. You're afraid it was Alexander Pierce? Secretary Pierce was the man in charge, the only person Fury took orders from, and he was Hydra. Having a man like that design your brain, you can understand my concern.
5: Fury took his cues from pretty high up, that much I know. But when I asked him who it was, Fury said that he buried that intel when he decided not to bury Coulson.
2: Maria, this is not the time to wax poetic. Those are his words, not mine.
5: You knew the man. Sometimes he spoken riddles.
2: Guess I'll have to solve it then. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to ask Fury for me. Fury's dead. I'll believe it when I see it.
3: <laughs> Drop your weapon!
5: Three minutes and 20 seconds, really? If you were my agents, it wouldn't be for long
4: and they're also setting up Age of Ultron. And there's this whole subplot that where it feeds into the helicarrier in Age of Ultron. And it's like, oh yeah, I forgot all that shit, where it's really closely tied to the Marvel Universe stuff. And so Maria Hill has this whole sequence where- It's not HYDRA, it's special forces.
3: On behalf of the United States Armed Forces, I order you to stand down. I repeat, stand down. Colonel Talbot? There have to be better things for you to do than chase four shield agents. I wasn't a huge fan before chasing you to the damn tundra, Coulson. I wouldn't push it. I'm flattered you came in person. Fury's private base on North American soil. I just had to see it for myself. If I come out, will you shoot me? Because then I won't come out. Hold your fire, soldiers. This is one of the most classified facilities on the planet, Colonel. How the hell did you find it? I told them. Sister, you haven't seen intimidation, and right now I'm your only friend. I'd be careful not to piss me off. The word agent implies that your corrupt organization still exists. Your leadership abandoned you for the private sector, and we're gonna allow that in exchange for valuable assets like yourself. So right now, I'd be thinking hard and fast about exactly what it is that makes you valuable.
5: I am offering you a lifeline here, Coulson. Don't thank me, just take it and we'll be on our way.
3: Don't see how thanks are in order, considering you just sold me out and led the US military straight to Fury's secret base.
5: No, Phil. You led us straight to Fury's secret base as part of the deal we made.
3: You can't be serious.
5: You and I are going to turn over these abandoned tunnels to the U.S. government, who will be ever so grateful to take possession of an enemy stronghold in their backyard.
3: What about my team?
5: Well, they're going to have to go through the system. Interrogation... Not going to happen. Look, talk to Talbot. Cough up some meaningless intel about this place. Nothing significant, of course. Nothing about S.H.I.E.L.D.'s other installations. (sighs) You're still
3: protecting your secrets. Is there anything specific you're afraid I'll talk about? Tahiti, maybe? Phil. I'm a liability? Is that it?
5: Grow up, Phil. Of course you're a liability. But I know you'll do the right thing.
3: The right thing? That's funny, coming from you. After everything you and Fury have done? Look, it was for your own good. For my own good, I know. I get it. You should have been straight with me. I would have kept your secrets like a good soldier. I always have. But instead, you were worried about me when you should have been worried about anyone else.
5: You're right. We should have seen Hydra coming. But after DC, they don't stand a chance. John Garrett does. Garrett, I heard Ward took
3: care of him. Ward's his secret weapon. He killed Victoria Hand, then raided the fridge, and now he's got Sky, which is where we were headed until you so rudely interrupted to sweeten your deal.
4: I vetted Ward. You want to make this right? Stop wasting time the person she turns them into is glenn talbot and that's when he's introduced into the series so you've got adrian Pazdar raiding this one shield base to capture coulson and his people she he talks to her about this, this this subplot where they're trying to put together the parts of the helicarrier and where they're trying to deal with a certain aspects of, of the story that where the series is at and she's like oh shit i fucked up I, I screwed you guys i'm gonna try to fix it and so they team up to battle glenn talbot and escape Maria
5: Hill to Shield 616. You have 30 seconds to stand down and surrender. I repeat, stand down and surrender. You gonna answer me, Ward, or do I have to come over there?
3: Maria Hill, kinda hoped you went down with the Triskelion.
5: And I hoped you weren't the duplicitous lowlife you turned out to be, but here we are.
3: Gonna be honest with you, Hill. I'm having a pretty bad day. So if I were you, I'd get the hell out of my way.
5: Give up Sky and we'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's not happening.
5: You know, I never liked you, Ward. Not since our first sit-down, but I never figured you for John Garrett's lapdog. A lot of us lost respect for Fury when he picked you as his second. If you needed eye candy around, he could have
3: at least picked Romanoff. (laughs)
5: That's funny. I'll tell her you said that. Now hand Sky over, I'll have a squad of F-16s knock you on your ass.
0: Even if you had that kind of pull anymore, which you don't, Coulson would never let you do it. He would never sacrifice Sky like that. But you know Garrett would.
3: So don't try and follow us.
5: This doesn't have to go down like this, Ward. You don't owe Garrett anything.
0: You're wrong.
4: Oh yeah, she was working at Stark Industries for, for after Winter Soldier. So she's got all this shit where basically Stark's lawyers were able to keep her out of trouble and she didn't have to like do some of the compromising shit that a lot of these other guys did. Because a lot of these guys ended up going to prison from S.H.I.E.L.D. because of the ties to Hydra and some of the activities they were tied up in to in stuff. So it's like, oh wow, she was doing all this stuff with Tony Stark in that time period. We'll need a base of operation, weapons, tactical backup. Who do you have working for you?
5: Okay, wait, wait, hold on, Coulson. There is no more backup. No more hidden bunkers. Oh,
3: come on. I know Fury has others.
5: There's no Fury. We're not bringing the band back together again, Coulson. It's over. There is no SHIELD anymore. Well,
3: not officially.
5: Look, I get it, okay? You have to take Ward and Garrett down. But don't act like it's some officially sanctioned mission. It's a personal vendetta, and when it's done, you should walk. Let your people go their separate ways.
3: And what? Turn themselves in? Cut a deal? Work in the private sector?
5: You know Stark would take you in a heartbeat. It's not my style. I should go.
4: You know where to find me.
3: Say hello to Stark for... Oh yeah, never mind. He thinks I'm dead.
4: So she has all these interesting stories we've never heard before and stuff and uh, uh, and again she's helping Coulson to to recover after she fucked him over and stuff. She's like this is it's truly interesting stuff that Maria Hill's doing and then you go into Secret Invasion and that character is just nothing and then they kill her and it's like first season Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is stuff that we were all making fun of and it just wasn't measuring up and everything and this is network TV not a $220 million miniseries. This is 22 episodes on a TV budget. It has more for Maria Hill to do and makes her a more engaging character than the fucking show she's dying in. And not only that, but then Nick Fury's in the, the final story because he's the one who helps save Coulson's team when, when several members of them are, are compromised and nearly die. And he's the one who comes in to help Coulson battle the final boss, the, uh, the the rogue agent, played by Bill Paxton's character. And they're having repertoire and stuff. It's like Nick Fury's doing more in the season finale of Agents of Shield than he's doing in the miniseries about him, where he's the star. He's just a fucking guest star, and he's got more interesting lines and also, I gotta be honest with you. Watching him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, he's a little bit younger. He's a lot thinner. He doesn't have the stupid fucking hobo beard and stuff. Yeah. Even though he's already post Winter Soldier where he's the, the knit cap and all that kind of bullshit. Sir?
1: You don't have to call me Sir Coulson. Look at me. I'm dressed like I live under a bridge. What are you doing here? Well, Simmons turned me onto that old timey tracker Fitz left on your bus. I went to great pains to make sure you didn't die the first time.
3: Well,. No. Now's probably not the best time, but I'd like to have a lengthy conversation with you about that.
1: It might get loud. And I owe you that. But right now, we owe Garrett a punch in the teeth wouldn't you say
4: capable still where you see him in secret invasion and he looks really over the hill they make a point of telling you he's over the hill in the miniseries and then he never gets a redemption so it's just goddamn embarrassing that the, the whole thing is like almost like shitting on nick fury for the entire miniseries and never comes back from that so it's, it's sort of like i, I understand how like the, the secret scarlet witch fans probably felt watching wandavision because they're showing all this trauma she's going through and you like grow to care for her and you understand why she's doing the things she's doing and then you go into Multiverse of madness and they just fucking brick her you know she's a total psycho murderess and it's like she's still our hero even after WandaVision we still sympathize with her and now she's killing Professor X and shit so that's what this was for Nick Fury it's like one of the problems with phase 4 and now we're going into phase 5 with this shit is you're taking the people that you built up as great heroes and you're just fucking destroying them and dismissing them and then fucking Shang-Chi and Miss Marvel were supposed to replace Iron Man and Captain America and Nick Fury the fuck they are they're not replacing Scarlet Witch
0: even sounds Star Wars
4: <laughs> oh what,
0: like the, the disney plus
4: star wars shit
0: no like uh they're the last three.
4: Oh, right 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 where, where it's oh, all yeah, yeah he, he, luke, luke yeah, skywalker's just some Skywalker. asshole on i island somewhere who's drinking blue milk straight from the teat here's here's fucking ray
0: yeah yeah so that was not good yeah the whole shit with the the, the, the last couple episodes are real bad when it gets into like the president and like that like the motorcade gets blown up or whatever yeah. and they're having that big they're gonna blame all the russians that are led by the black So guy. they go down. They go. We'll, they they they're just like yelling Russian words out, mm-hmm. and then they go like, "It's the Russians!" You could hear the 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 Secret Service guys are like, "It's Russia! It's the Russians!" And it's just like this is the stupidest fucking shit ever. Yeah, like because they said some Russian words led by the black guy. Right. Right. Like, why don't you just look like Putin? Like, what yeah. the fuck are the, you the doing? The
4: black guy who gets shot in the face and recovers. Yeah. Right. And then, the, who, who also stabs
0: another green guy. It's like, wait, what? and nobody knows and but it's what's what's weird is that just like fury just drives up to it right like he just they just drive up to it and then get out of the car and then there's like one group of guys shooting another group of guys and fury just like walks up beside him and they're shooting it's like the worst core it makes like and he's got like a shotgun and shit too right it ain't heat okay yeah. this is not heat right yeah. this is like the one of the worst gun battles i've ever seen and it's, it i don't know again maybe part of that was covid Where like none of these people were actually near each other and they had to piece the footage together to make them look like they were near each other but it, it, it just I don't want to give it that much credit like yeah. I think if the rest of the show wasn't so shoddily done um, well, it was like, terrible I, I
4: read one review and they said the word torpid and I was like what is torpid I've, I don't know this word so I went and I looked it up in the dictionary and torpid is defined as lethargic in action or thought and I was like fuck dude you nailed it this shit is as torpid as shit I've ever fucking seen <laughs> from the rest of my life when I hear the word torpid or think the word torpid it's going to be like what is torpid secret invasion is torpid it is a, the torpidest thing I've ever seen.
0: And if somebody asks you, hey, what the hell does that mean? You go, did you watch Secret Invasion? And yeah. they're like, oh, shit, really? Torpid. That bad. I get that shit, um, yeah. So then it gets even weirder, because then it's like, and all the Rhodey stuff was weird. Like, I know, and I, I appreciate that Don Cheadle was, like, acting. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to act like Rhodey acts, so he sort of was like, well, the, he was almost, act, like, sassy. I
4: actually dug that. That's the thing, is, like, we didn't know that Rhodey was a scroll, right? And so he has a confrontation with Nick Fury. The initial confrontation. Right. And he's talking about, you're trying to tell me the little green men have taken over the fucking world you were full of shit you were over the hill we all know that you've been fucking off to some space uh, satellite somewhere you're you're fucked and you you, you like again this guy hasn't had anything to do really since Winter Soldier like he like we saw him in shit like Captain Marvel at the end when the with the blips and everything or or sorry in Avengers at the end during the blip but we don't actually know what he was doing because shield's already broken up so I don't even know what the fuck he was supposed to be up to because after Winter Soldier in terms of the movies he doesn't show up in movies anymore right he's not in black like remember there was was a big thing about how Nick Fury isn't in Black Panther what's he doing now and we don't know. all we know is he gets dusted and he calls captain marvel right before he gets dusted with the beeper that's all we know that he was up to unless you watch agents of the shield even that we don't really know what he was doing so yeah there's no reason why why he would even think that he's the, he's the guy who's running the disgraced agency that was compromised by hydra there's no reason why rody would be want to buddy up with his ass he's not done anything of value in all those years aside from pull up the helicarrier at age of ultron so yeah it's like i'm not here to fucking support you just because we're both black guys doesn't mean i'm gonna fucking throw away my career to save you you never did shit for me what did, what did Jim, what did Rhodey ever have to do with Nick Fury in, in the movies right they don't have a connection so I thought that was actually cool it's like yeah Nick Rhodey was the guy who was the hard-ass who who was always military always you know the government guy the liaison he was the guy who's always trying to get Tony to do the right thing uh, he was the guy who stole Tony's suit during uh, Iron Man 2 to take to the government because he felt like Iron Man had gotten out of control and the government needed to have the suit to drain in and shit. so yeah it makes perfect sense that he would turn on Nick Fury that's interesting development where you've got two characters that are having a conflict because they have different agendas, different motivations, different worldviews, and Nick Fury's trying to play the, the race card, and Rhodey's like, "Fuck you, You're, you ain't my brother. You might be a black man, but I ain't. I, I'm not. I'm about not about this shit." And then he turns out to be a scroll. It's like, well, that was like the one interesting thing in this entire show is this conflict with these two guys. And oh, one of them's just a secretly an evil green alien. So I guess it doesn't matter. Anymore.
0: Except it wasn't secret at all because he was um, he was really hamming up. Because mm-hmm. I know he's like, I, I'm not going to act like Rhodey because this is a different. This is a scroll right. pretending to be Rhodey. So he was like sassy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like really sassing it up, dude. I'm like, Don Cheadle, let's take it down a notch, dude. Mm-hmm. Where he he was uh, he was really anyway. So no, no, but I, I think that was good. I mean, it I, was I, it I, was I, good I thought, to an yeah. extent. Yeah. And, and, but then it gets into some weird shit where you know they're trying to get Nick Fury's scroll wife to kill him, and I'm like, is alone in a room with him mm-hmm. a dozen times over right. these six episodes when he could just fucking shoot him in the face. Right. They're fucking scrolls. He could say Nick Fury attacked me. Yeah. Because I fired him. Like he's Nick a disgruntled ex Employee, he like he like
4: he breaks that one guy's arm and gets away. It's like why was that guy ever a human being? Why wasn't that guy a scroll? You know, it doesn't even make any sense. No, but
0: that, but that but that scene is even weird. So that's in yeah. the hospital, right? No, 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 no that was earlier. Right. Yeah. Later on, they're in the hospital when the president's in one of the rooms because he's been and like Nick even like whispered to him on the gurney, "Don't trust uh, James Rhodes." Yeah, but he's also like unconscious. That. But he's so, unconscious, right? Yeah. And I was like, that never comes back. So you were hoping that he was like, I heard him the whole time. No, it was just he he just. Weirdly yeah, yeah. whispered to him. They left that in the show for some reason. Well,
4: and that's but, the thing too. Like they, the whole thing where it's like they think that Nick Fury's going after Gareth or whatever his name was, Gravic, right? And so then you have them say, no, actually he's coming for you. And so then uh, uh, Olivia, I might, have, I might have called
0: the British Australian scroll guy Gravic earlier on accident. Yeah, and I apologize. Yeah, it doesn't
4: matter. It doesn't he was matter. in Captain Marvel, and he the was Captain in Captain Marvel. Uh, Stinger scroll from Home, one of the Spider-Man movies. He's he's nothing. I like Ben Mendelsohn. I think that he he's good. He was one of the best parts of Captain Marvel. That movie sucks though. Um, but like, uh, uh, so Nick Fury is supposed to be in Russia going after Gravik, but it said he's, he's actually going to the hospital to get to at the president. So it's like, but they think he's in Russia going after Gravik. So why do they have Olivia Coleman's character who is uh, supposed to be a descendant of the um, the speedster chick Spitfire, I think her name was, from the Invaders, which is like, wow, this is a real fucking reach. <laughs> anyway, so they have her tell Rhodey the Nick's coming for him so they can circle the wagons and then her and Nick Fury have to start taking these guys out or you could just not tell him that he's coming it doesn't make any fucking sense why you would tell him he was coming you could just take these guys out without them knowing because they think he's in russia except that it's a dramatic you know deal like ooh he's a badass he's coming to raid the hospital it makes no narrative sense whatsoever and then of course like you said the president doesn't necessarily believe nick fury until nick fury shoots Skrull roadie in the f- head and they see the purple blood and what does that accomplish nothing he saves the president again they, they have they well, it is, of, doesn't like,
0: that then convince him to call off the nuke attack on what it's w- like whatever dude remember they were not gonna, really they were, they were gonna nuke because then he goes on and
4: says hey we gotta get all these scrolls off the planet and then you have total fucking chaos and people getting gunned down in the streets and shit um, you're gonna be a one term president hold on like we keep waiting for something to happen to the president and we know Harrison Ford's gonna become the president in the next Captain America movie he's gonna be fucking Thunderbolt Ross president Thunderbolt Ross so it's like we know this guy's not gonna stick around but you don't even do anything to the fucking president because (sighs) just carry on so but that
0: scene in the hospital is so stupid yeah because like it's the president of the United States and Nick Fury just like walks onto the floor yeah outlaw Nick Fury mm-hmm. they don't show us they don't show him like sneaking <laughs> he's just there he takes Rhodey at gunpoint with all of his like security guards there and he's like trying to convince him that he's a scroll or whatever that and then he's darting all the secret service guys but then he whips out his real gun for Rhodey
4: it's like, you and just...
0: but then he like lets Rhodey go right and it like, goes around a corner and then there's suddenly like all these people there with guns and I'm like what is going on yeah like none of this makes any sense at all yeah uh, and then th- that whole scene where they're wheeling the president around on the gurney, yeah. and it's just like this is this is like silly. Yeah. This is really, really this. It's really bad. And I, like I, at that point, I'm like feeling bad for Don Cheadle, and I'm feeling bad for Samuel L. Jackson. Except they're not doing themselves any favors in the show. So I, I it was just not good. So then they get to yeah, the so, end. So, but, yeah, you bitching that. Go ahead. Go ahead. But then. They unveil this whole uh harvest, which doesn't even get mentioned really. It gets like lightly mentioned, but they don't actually tell you what the harvest is until episode five, like the episode's almost over.
4: And they tell you Well, okay, they've been inferring okay, so for starters, the first episode sets up that the scrolls are immune to radiation, and so they're like living in Chernobyl, you know, basically. And so they're trying to set up where they're gonna they since they don't have a, a they were promised a scroll home world by Fury. He's despite, despite the entire fucking universe existing and all these fucking planets existing in the Marvel Universe, somehow him and Captain Marvel combined aren't able to find one planet where the scrolls can be. Probably because of this warlike race, but so sometimes he knows that and sometimes he doesn't. And so uh, they're going to start World War III and take over the Earth. And so the insinuation the is they're going to nuke everything and since they can survive in the nuke irradiated radi- world that, that, that's why they, how they're going to take over. They never actually explicitly say that though. And I realize that okay, you can have some ambiguity, but it doesn't like, they never really state that goal. It, it's implied, but it's never actually stated and and you're like, they're going to start World War III and they're going to take over. It's like, well, how is it that they're going to be able to take over? They never say, oh, because we're going to irradiate the Earth and we can live in radiation. And it's like, you got to say that at some point. You can't just imply it and, and we're supposed to figure it out, you know, with something like this. With, with you know, this kind of stuff. Um, with the, the with the Super Scroll stuff, they were setting that up where they were saying, they kept talking about, oh, we have these genetic samples from this guy, this guy, this guy, but we're trying to find the harvest and we're not finding the full breadth. And then, of course, they set up that he's got powers because they show him do Groot shit. And then, of course, they introduce uh, Ben Mendelssohn's daughter played by Daenerys Targaryen and she's supposed to get killed part way through and you're like oh well she can't be dead because we're, we're only halfway through the show and she's one of the stars and sure enough yeah she she managed in like a f- moment's time to activate the Super scroll program and get the extremists in her and so she can heal just like Gar- the main villain can, can heal and so she, even though she gets shot in the heart and we've seen like people not come back from like mortal wounds like they get shot in like the chest or something but not like through the brain or the heart cause that's supposed to actually kill them um, but she comes back. So we know that they're, they're 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 creating super scrolls and they're obviously harvesting DNA in order to do that because they keep making these references to people. We just don't know that there's a, a harvest that Nick Fury's put together with all the Avengers and shit. Um, that's the only thing they hold off on until the end. But we know they're doing this stuff. So it's not like that big no. of a reveal because no, we've no, already right. seen them but, do- But the reveal- He's got the extremists. He's got Groot powers. The we've reveal that was that this
0: Gravit guy was on the scroll team mm-hmm. with Nick Fury. Right, and well, after the in game fight, they went out- and and they got they got all this, which is like pretty fucking scummy to go right. out and collect blood. But it's samples. also a very Nick Fury thing to do, right? I don't have a problem with that? Which either. is why one hundred percent that should have been the first scene of the first episode. Mm-hmm. It should have been a flashback to the post in game fight where Fury and these team of scrolls are talking about collect the DNA. Let's get the DNA, and you'd be like, "Ooh, they did some fucked up shit." Instead, that's I, I typed it five or uh, seven minutes left in episode five of uh-huh. a six yeah. episode show. The last episode is thirty minutes long. Yeah, that's when they make that reveal and I'm like that should have been revealed five episodes ago yeah. that should have been the opening scene to set the stage for this fucking harvest that nobody knew who fucking cares about this harvest what they're trying to get Thor DNA or some mm-hmm. stupid because that's like really dumb superhero-y stuff the, the gross part is that Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. intentionally went out and collected these DNA samples from a war zone mm-hmm. right that's like where it could have been like a little gross mm-hmm. sh- like typical gross dark S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff Uh, and then they totally just whiffed on that and just mm. mentioned at the very end. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was dumb.
4: Well, and we got to get back to, okay, so while in the five year period, and again, Marvel is still paying the price for this stupid, stupid idea. So there's this five year period where most of the heroes are gone, including Nick Fury. And in this five year period, Talos, the Ben Mendelssohn character, invites a million scrolls to join the 30 or so that were already here so that they can turn. So it's like Talos. A, Talos is the guy's name. Yeah. And also, we find out over the course of the series that Nick Fury had taken the 30 or so guys that had come from Captain Marvel and talked into being spies for him until they had their own home world and they make it clear talos especially is like you wouldn't be nick fury if we hadn't built that for you and so there's another opportunity for you to go oh no actually he is nick fury and he would have he was more than just these scroll guys they never fucking do that in fact it's it's imperative that he has contact with the scroll for the revolution of the series so they just emphasize that nick fury ain't shit and the only reason he ever did anything of value was because he had scrolls all over the place to set everything up for him now again i watched seven seasons of ages of shield i saw a Phil Coulson do a whole bunch of cool shit and and, and keep the, the the shield brand alive and everything else. And then to find out that Nick Fury wasn't doing anything, it was just the scrolls doing everything for him. That puts Nick Fury below Phil Coulson, this tertiary character, really. That's fucked up. Um, and again, going back to Captain Marvel, we were joking about a torpid. We we're talking about how he's supposed to be playing a character younger than he was before Iron Man, and yet you see this old man waddling around. It's like, couldn't you have fucking gotten a young guy to do the running and just pasted his face on this guy instead of having Sam Jackson? And wheezing around when he's supposed to be 20 years younger. And then he's six, seven years older than he was when he did Captain Marvel. He's fat, he's old, he's slow, and it's just, like, sad. It's like watching, like, the, the later Chuck Bronson movies, you know, where the guy just sort of walks out and fires a grenade at somebody, you know? It's like, it's just pathetic. And I hate seeing Sam Jackson in that state. And I don't know if he's being told to underact and, and to, to, to to be the broken Nick Fury or if he's just gotten too fucking old for this shit. But it's just sad watching him do stuff and, and 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 be so ineffectual and the show is just constantly undercutting him besides. Like he doesn't accomplish anything. I think that the Olivia Colman character where she's doing stuff like where she helps to like she chops off a scroll finger to determine that it's a scroll and to torture him to get information out of him and she's the one who shoots a guy in the leg to reveal that he's a scroll and get information out of him. I think that those scenes were written for Nick Fury and they couldn't get Sam Jackson to fucking run around and shoot the guns and shit and so they just let her do the Dealing stuff. Let her do it. And because
0: she, she, she was good in the show.
4: She's exuberant she yeah. and she's just this, this nasty character, right? Um, she's doing the kind of shit you'd expect Nick Fury to do and she's not, and, and so she's the interesting character. You want to watch the show about her. You don't want to watch the show about Nick Fury. But then at the end of the show, Nick Fury gives her this information dump and then she just becomes his sidekick. Like she's been this person who's been very driven and you don't know what she's up to and you don't know if she's on the right side or not and she's doing all this unethical fucking Guantanamo type shit to the scrolls. and then in the end she's just like, oh, well, I'll be your helper now and she basically disappears for most of the rest of the series. Um, instead of, and and in no way, like Nick Fury decides at the end of the miniseries that he's going to give the harvest to Gravit. And it's like, she's like, okay. And it's like, no, shouldn't you be like shooting Nick Fury in the knee and taking the fucking harvest and making absolutely certain that that gets nowhere near Gravit. And like, then you call the fucking Avengers because Nick Fury's refusing to do that. get why, Where are you with the secret warriors and shit? It's just like that character exists and they set her up to be something that's going to be cool. And again, it's a situation where she should be at odds with Nick Fury by the end of this thing. And instead, you're just like, doop, 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 doop. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll go raid the hospital and help you fucking shoot uh, 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 the scroll and protect the U.S. What? That's not. Is that who you were supposed to be? Because that's not the impression I was getting the whole series. Fucking
0: awful. So what, what about the final scene where the president goes full Fox News? And- yeah.
4: Well, but, but we haven't even talked about the actual battle, though. So oh, they, they have the yeah. whole setup where you're going to have the final reckoning. I guess that's where the reckoning. 200 million was. Yeah, we're between Nick Fury and Gravit. And he's in Russia. And he looks like he's dying from radiation poison and then Gravik gets the harvest and he turns himself into a super scroll and instead of just outright killing fury immediately he lets fury be around while he activates the super scroll powers and it just turns out that fury is actually the daughter of talos again another guy they killed off and he's a scroll so you're like well maybe he's going to come back when well, he doesn't come back and you got his daughter who five minutes earlier was working with the terrorists who has repeatedly rejected calls to be part of the Mick Fury team or the u.s team or the whatever the fuck but her dad dies and so she's looking for revenge against the guy who killed her dad that doesn't mean her worldview is change. But they put her in a position where she becomes Super scroll. They have that ridiculous battle. her
0: worldview did change because then she snitched on one of their plans and got it busted. That was
4: Right, but then when Talos tries to bring her back into the fold and is like, well, and again, Talos looks horrible too. We're going to earn the the respect of the US president by saving him and saving the world and then they're going to give us a place to be. It's like you're full of shit. That's not going to (laughs) happen. Nick Fury told you that's not going to happen. I know that's not going to fucking happen. We've been here for 30 fucking years waiting for that shit to happen. That ain't going to happen. So she gets to be a Super scroll, They have a battle. For no reason, she able to, to use the powers more effectively than the other guy who's had powers for a while and she just got the extremist recently she manages to kill that guy and of course there's the horrible CGI there's no reason like she's got Drax powers and also the tattoos that go with it just like there's
0: all kinds of shit well, and, and, uh, it looks horrible he was even doing uh, the ma's powers yeah yeah so they got ma DNA right and now he, he just even though he's do, got and he's got rings that he now he can do, do magic source. right and it's yeah. like
4: what, what? Like, yeah this um and and again why does it like blasting him with heat vision and the. It, it, that's what kills him. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. But also now you have a super scroll that's running around, who's randomly working with the British government at the end of it all. But more importantly, Amelia Clark is not a good actress. No, no. She 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 was okay as Daenerys, but obviously by the end we were like, oh really? You know she couldn't sell the heel turn. I've seen her in other stuff. She's okay as acting like a, a you know regular British chick. But when it comes time to like, I'm a hardened terrorist. Like no, she's dude. got a leather jacket. No, dude. she's got a leather jacket. And then like when she's running to fight and she has this weird little like prancy thing that she's doing and it's like you are not a hardened badass and again it's another way situations where it's like she's we've the given fatigues
0: her- pants on right. and military boots and
4: we, we've like- got we've built up how much power she's got but no personality and it's like this is captain marvel all over again this is the eternals all over again where it's like yeah you have a lot of power but i don't know who you are and what i know about you i'm not finding appealing and you're not well acted and, when did and i don't mom- believe you in action Hold sequences up. why is it that we keep powering up these people but we're not developing their characters and like oh these are going to be ongoing characters Maybe She's gonna be an Avenger. It's like, what? No, she's not. No, I don't want to see this character again ever. I don't want her to exist. But that she's like the hero of the Sucker Story, and she's like, she's not even introduced in the first episode of correctly. I think she comes in like in the second episode. Maybe or so. the
0: second, and then she disappears for an episode yeah. between that. And but- since
4: so, so she saves the day, that just makes Nick Fury look completely pathetic. Also, but- they have the whole thing where she teams like oh. Nick Fury's wife decides to betray the scrolls. Yeah, but she's like, well, I'm gonna stay at the home. If they're gonna come after me, they can come after me at my home. So they come after after her at home, and she's able to repel them in part because she's got the daughter working with her. But then she leaves. It's like, well, why did you bother to wait there in the <laughs> so first place? Stupid. If you took these guys out, and then you're going to leave now, you already took the guys out. You might as well stay there, right? You, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. It's just so. And then again, that's also one of the instances where Amelia Clark is doing action stuff. It's like you're really bad at this. Yeah. No. And, and it's also a situation where it's like Nick Fury's scroll wife that we just got into. Like there were a bunch of people who were like, she has that great speech in the third episode where I just want to be with somebody and I want to have a romantic partner and like, they, oh, it's, it's so heartfelt. It's like, no, they're they're hard selling this character as being some kind of a big deal and then she has the betrayal so I don't believe her in the beginning part because they're hard selling it so much and then of course she's so interested in the Avengers and all the stuff that he's doing so it's like well clearly she's compromised they show that she's compromised she ultimately doesn't kill Nick Fury but she's still not like they were setting up her heel turn and then she doesn't have a heel turn and i was supposed to be like oh it's such a, a, a romance for the ages and at the end they're kissing and I don't know if it's a prosthetic or a CGI what the CGI especially during the transformations back and forth between being scrolls and being humans horrible Yeah. but also I don't know if she's got a rubber face or what but when she's kissing Nick Fury and it's a passionate kiss which is not what you're looking for when one of your people is green that's not the direction you want to go with this shit that's a bad place you guys are going to with this shit it looks so disgusting and weird and like I just I don't understand why any of that happened
0: yeah the whole subplot with the wife thing I was like man I'm trying I'm trying to follow this yeah I mean we're going not- like
4: we kept waiting for like the countess to show up who in the comic books is is one of his main romantic partners and of course it's kind of cool if she goes to like her to the dark side of the uh, black ops and stuff and he's like trying to be a good guy and they have that conflict and stuff and instead it's like this weird random wife chick that they just introduced and like they hard sell her in the episode where she's also turning into the bad guy it's just and like this came, came out of nowhere and, and, and like I, and I think the actress is okay I think she's extremely one note though it's like she's she's you don't see her she just keeps playing it the same way every single scene like when even when talking, they're being
0: attacked by even when they're
4: being attacked even when she's conspiring with scroll roadie she's just like the exact same performance in every single scene. So like, I don't see the duplicity there because she's just so the same throughout this thing. It's just horrible.
0: Yeah, and we, uh, what do you call it? Uh, so that was not good. And I noticed that like nobody in this show knows how to hold a gun. Mm-hmm. Like Talos at one point in one of the earlier episodes, he's, it's like a weird like 90 degree thing. I think it's like what? And then the the old ladies holding guns and I'm like, this just is, are, none of these people should be in this show. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, oh, that's why there's no action in this show. Because yeah. you're all too old to do it, and you mm-hmm. obviously have no clue what the hell you're doing. It was just like. Or incompetent. Or, you know, Amelia right. Clark is plenty young enough. She was in a Terminator movie, sure. which
4: flopped because she can't do action. Right. And then they make her the, the star of Secret Invasion in the long term. I, I just, and of course, you have the, the the fool who thought that they were going to tie into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was like, you guys, no, that's not, absolutely not. And you don't want it anyway. You don't want it anyway. Not for this show. But also, one of the things they point out, I think that they even mentioned it in the honest trailers for it, is like they had this shit where people are being replaced by imposters on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 4 like probably the best season of the show and it's done so much better than this and this is by the point where people had given up on the show and like only the hardcore people were still with it and like this is the $220 million maxi- seri- series on Disney Plus and it's just completely incompetent by comparison to what they were yeah. doing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the show that everybody makes fun of and abandoned after the first season.
0: Yeah and then at the very end there was the whole he actually radicalized the president with the xenophobia right. against the aliens. And, then and
4: ultimately, and again, it's been pointed out elsewhere, makes everything worse. Yeah. And then fucks off without resolving it all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about the fact that, like. But to me, but look, so then I said, that should have been the opening scene. Mm-hmm. The opening scene should have been a radicalized president having hillbillies run onto sets yeah. and they're clubbing innocent people the, yeah. and finding the occasional scroll. Because that's a very they yeah, live vibe. Yeah. Well, not just and that. I was, that's a very modern, like post 9 11, that's
4: invaders uh, 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 coming from across the border. Like, it's a, that paranoia is very. Per-
0: oh, open borders or no yeah, borders exactly. yeah. So,
4: but they don't they're so averse to doing anything remotely controversial or interesting that, that it's just like something they throw into the last few minutes and probably will not address in the Marvels probably will not address in New World Order nothing's probably going to come of
0: that shit so that so in the very first in that episode fight, I'm like that's how it should have started it should have started with Gravic and Nick Fury collecting grossly connecting or uh, collecting DNA samples to yeah. hide in a bunker from his alleged friends or whatever and that could have been this like him you know when Rhodey finds out he was collecting mm-hmm. DNA from people that could have been a whole- right why they had the conflict right. instead stuff. we find out at the very end and then then we get the radicalized president and the xenophobia from the American public or the public all over the world you know shooting people in the face and it turns out they're actual humans and I'm like that's how the show should have started right. that's the real like the real side effects of is this is that really secret-
4: Maria Hill is this really uh, uh, a secret invasion?
0: Character? it's a secret and you could have yeah. some guy going it's a secret invasion or whatever as he's you know he kills himself or whatever yeah. in the street or whatever because he finds out his wife was you know it could have been like they live right and instead we it was this weird talk, it was like talkie talkie show for mm-hmm. four and well, a half again like episodes, show don't
4: right. tell like I know it's COVID conditions but we're showing them 20 years earlier 30 years earlier where they're in a room talking about becoming spies and it's like well no you spent all this money on the show show us at the end of Endgame game where they're collecting the samples like you said yeah. it's like and now ground this show very much in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe no it's like you have a big it's 1990 and we're a bunch of people in a room
0: Talking. Yeah. Your know, show, don't tell. Show Gravic, Talos, uh, Nick. And and they're there's there's they're picking up shreds of costume, mm-hmm. or they're pu- they're pulling, you know, uh, the ma's arm out of a pit, putting it in like a cryogenic freezer. Show me this, the icky stuff that mm-hmm. you guys are fucking doing to make this so gross. This harvest. Did you get the harvest? It even sounds gross. And instead, it was it's just like a ugh so bad. But yeah. the fact that they even kind of had some and then like the whole the whole thing with the extremists even existing in this, mm-hmm. right after we did it. Iron Man uh, 3 right. podcast I'm like did they need to do this mm-hmm. this is like this is a hail Mary attempt to connect this to a movie that might have had some heat at some point point. and then like you said Rhodey's not paralyzed and it's like
4: well yeah and William Sandler's fucking- still around they could have brought back and we'd, you'd have the continuity so, oh William Sandler's back oh but he's a virulent racist now or he, he's a virulent serial he's paranoid because his vice president was trying to kill him and take his position no they don't do any of that stuff. No. they just get Dermot Mulroney instead it's like no.
0: and, and yeah like the so this whole- president we've never seen before and we'll not see again you know it's just the whole show was it was yeah. just a mess the, whole, yeah. the show was just a mess and I don't know what they've obviously this thing's been in the can for a while it feels yeah. like they had a long time to fix this show and it was just it well, was and just what's weird to be
4: too, like one of the shows that they talk about a lot as being the worst Disney Plus show was Falcon and the Winter Soldier and like the opening action sequence where he's going up against the helicopters over like Afghanistan or wherever that action sequence at the very opening minutes yeah. is better than anything that happens in Secret Invasion
0: yeah, by, and by, people like a long way show. less
4: kind to that show than they were to this show when it was first getting started this show was I, I didn't hate it when I was watching each individual episode, but it was just so there. It was so inert, and it's like Falcon and Winter Soldier was so much better than this. Like you've got the stuff with the contestant you've got the stuff with a U.S. agent and and him going rogue and chopping the guy's head off, and and you've got the interactions between uh, uh, Isaiah Bradley and 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 the 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 crimes of the United States and and this reckoning. The fact that the basic plot is the same between the two shows, and it's so much more inferior in the latter show than it was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um. I just I don't understand why anybody would give this show a any-
0: well I think the expectations were still higher when that yeah. show came out and then yeah, maybe, are maybe quite but a bit that's a much better now.
4: show and and should be better regarded compared to this shit um it was just so flat so and, and, and uh, there's another thing too is the director came out and he was talking a bunch of shit about how yeah actually Rhodey's been replaced since the blip and so when he's in in game and he's like there with Tony when he's dying and shit that was actually the scroll and stuff and it's like that's a real stretch and it also kind of ruins pre- movies and you don't want to want to do that yeah. but also it, it had that same sweaty desperation of a rock trying to tell you that black adam was a hit of Zachariah, uh, Zachariah uh, levi uh, trying to get people to no no go see captain marvel you know it's like it, i would say that the number one person responsible for this being a shit show is the director because i think he's trying to emulate like bbc thrillers spy thrillers and he's doing that ineffectively he has the budget to look better and to do more uh effective stuff but instead he's like oh we're gonna have nick fury come out of a shaft of light at the beginning and then another shaft of light at the end. Shit that X-Files did with you know uh uh spotlights in the 90s like it feels like such a War of the Worlds like syndicated TV show kind of shit to have well it's just the shaft of light he shows up in um the fact that I spent all those years watching agents of shield and seeing that shield still exists at the end of that show and yet I gotta deal with all this sword shit and whatever the fuck they're calling this stuff like completely ignoring that that shield still exists everybody cared about shield even when it you know cl- collapsed they still cared about shield nobody gives a fuck about sword nobody gives no. a fuck about all these alphabet agencies that they're coming up with. Um, the action is 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 nothing. It's terrible action. The the deaths have no weight. You don't believe anything that's happening. So that comes to the director, and then the director's going to get out here. It's like, oh, but look at this thing that makes my thing more important than it seemed at the time. Or we're all going to ignore it because nobody liked this shit. Yeah. And it, you're just going to forget this stuff ever happened. The writing was not good either. But I think that a good director could have sold. Oh my God, they killed Murray Hill. But he was it was it was so flat, and the the performances were so poor. And I really think that down to him because I don't know so many of the actors were doing such a bad job it's hard for me to believe that they were all bad actors Sam Jackson is in this I expect a lot better from Sam Jackson so I have to assume the director told him to underplay it and to to oversell being over the hill and not being an effective agent anymore so the whole show is like that it comes down to him it comes down to how he shot it and, and how ineffective he was at selling the drama but also the writing's terrible the acting's not good the special effects are awful it's just like this is so phase four and it's down to its bones is soul. Uh, basically what I feel I I, I honestly for me Secret Invasion is a bit of a vindication because I've been saying this was where things were going to go after since Endgame especially all that blip shit and boy this is just like like the most phase four it's not even part of phase four this is the most phase four thing that exists like at least there was some interesting weird gonzo ideas in the Eternals I would honestly say Eternals was a more interesting movie than this Uh, this is like the worst thing this is like the worst and, and, and it really is the epitome of Marvel failings to, to do anything since Endgame of, of real value in advancing their universe.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think this is going to be this and She-Hulk, um, the reactions to them, even though like we like She-Hulk.
4: We love She-Hulk. And honestly, uh, and there is definitely a, a fan following for She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk is one of those things kind of like Marvel's Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it may be a minority of the audience, but the people who love She-Hulk really fucking yeah. love it and really talk it up. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get a season I, I, I two or not.
0: Think, but I just think it's getting to the point where, and like they turned Armor Wars is now going to be a movie movie mm-hmm. that I think they're going to probably be like we got to stop all these fucking yeah like we're, we're diluting this well, property and Bob
4: Iger's already talked about that like I don't know what the slate looks like going forward they are they bumped Avengers back a year the, the, the next Avengers movie I still don't know who those Avengers are going to be I don't think they know who those Avengers are going to be yeah we've gone from uh, uh, um, we've gone from Joss Whedon to the Russo brothers to the guy who did Shang-Chi is going to do these next couple of movies and I, I'm sorry I, Shang-Chi wasn't such a triumph that it's like give this guy the keys to the Avengers it just feels like They've run off all the auteurs. They've run off all the people who have a vision, and it's just these journeyman guys. And I really feel like the the, the we're looking at a bunch more movies that are going to be directed by secret invasion level people. Yeah, and I. It, it, like that's why I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for the the DCU going forward because if James Gunn's going out and getting guys like James Mangold to work on this shit, or just Gunn himself working on stuff, I I see a lot more promise in what they've got coming up than I see where, where Marvel's going because you know all the shit, all the problems they've had with their actors, all the problems they're having with their features, the just the lack of direction, the fact that we're already all sick of the multiverse, and we've got fucking Loki coming up which is gonna be multiversey, and we got two Avengers movies that are gonna be all multiversey, and God only knows what else i just i could not care less about all that shit and and uh, a, a, we're going into the avengers movies in a, in a really bad place like i'm actually excited for the next few projects they got coming up i'm really excited for captain america i'm accepted i'm excited for thunderbolts because they're get be the spy shit and they're going to get into the dark avengers stuff and all that no they're thing. not
0: why on earth are you like in any way optimistic in that kind of stuff I, I i could not give a shit less for thunderbolts captain america i'm gonna see it i'm not excited about captain america
4: yeah but we've got you know uh, i'm uh, not Betty excited. Brand- it's coming back. We got Thunderbolt Ross. We've got the Serpent Society. I, that's, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not
0: excited about uh, Armor Wars, and it, yeah, I still have some excitement about that too. No, it's it's gonna be what we just saw. They're gonna spend yeah. They're gonna maybe get 30 extra million dollars for budget for that movie. It's gonna look like a WB show, mm. uh, which you can't do an Iron Man movie looking like a WB show. Yeah, like the early Iron Man stuff holds up because they spent like real money and got real people to do everything they could to make that armor. But look Iron as Man cost so
4: much less than Secret Invasion. I know it's not the Money, it's like you said, the effects and the, the vision. Yeah. And the fact that you had guys like uh, Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. reading all the comic books and absorbing that shit and coming up with new stuff, riffing all that stuff, and just being really talented people. And then they're replacing those people with fucking Amelia Clark. Yeah. You know? And they're
0: going to put them in big green rooms with dots on them. Right. And somebody from Marvel Corporate. The fucking, what is that
4: shit called? Disney the corporate. volume. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was it, a Somebody, huge somebody mistake. at, at
0: uh, Disney Corporate is going to yell lines they have to say through a fucking earpiece because we don't have time for you to learn a script so we're going to just dictate it to you mm-hmm. and then it's going to be cut we got it in one shit. take we don't have enough money to do multiple takes you got it in one take we'll fix it in post mm-hmm. we'll rubber band you around to I do think, what we I want g- you to it's
4: do it's not the money though it really isn't the money it's the time and the talent they've I got think some of it, I they got the money, money they at all the money they this shit but they didn't take the time and they didn't have the talent and it sucked and most of this stuff sucks I'm pretty sure Miss Marvel, the Marvel's going to probably suck pretty hard too um, they, they, they got to get some people with some fucking vision and they've got they've, they're surrounded by these yes men and they like they, there was this big talk about how oh yeah we we dissolved I. uh involvement and we dissolved the council of people like Bendis and stuff. They were like like telling them what to do with the movies. And now you've got nothing but these shitty Disney exec guys. You're coming up with what's supposed to be happening, and it sucks. Yeah. So they were cheering themselves. Look at this great stuff we did. I'm looking at the Marvel Studios shows and I'm looking at the stuff that came before that. It's like Daredevil was so much better than any of this shit. Agents of Shield was so much better than any of this shit. It's just like I I I'm not saying we go back to I. Mutter necessarily, but. But the direction they're in now isn't a direction. But the problem,
0: though, and I've said this before, is that they they got like this trifecta jackpot where the, they absolutely nailed the casting. Mm-hmm if you reboot these things at any point which I think they, I think that would be the best thing to do is just say we're shutting all this shit down yeah. we're, we're shutting it all down Thanos comes back we're gonna animate it we're gonna animate the end of the fucking universe he kills everyone <laughs> it's now over yeah. uh, and then it ends in like a big bang where you go into some fucking Stan Lee's there and he goat sees his butthole and you fly into it and it's <laughs> now you're in some new multiverse uh, and it's you, like
4: you, I'll tell you what they do they end the multiverse saga in Deadpool 3 Deadpool just like shoots K and then that's the end of it and then we just move fucking on. That's it.
0: That's that's it. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. And then, But then you gotta go pick new actors but now you've, you're not picking at us. You're not doing some like uh, our tour we're making a comic book movie like a serious one. Let's get Robert Downey Jr. and he doesn't really know what to think but he's gonna take a risk and do it and We get instead it's like everyone knows. So you're gonna, the people picking these actors, You're. it's not gonna be the same shit. Yeah. There's no way they're getting it again. So even if you start it from scratch and we get Steve Rogers back and Tony Stark back and we get all these guys all over again. We get a new Nick Fury and stuff. It's going to be this weird, we know the old one existed and it's going to influence who he picked for this one. And then you're going to have the fans who are going to be like, I want Robert Downey Jr. back. I don't like, you know, who's there the to get the guy Twilight. from
4: Cameo that does the Downey Jr. impression. Yeah, we're going to get know. the
0: Twilight guy from Batman, yeah. Yeah. Robert Pattinson, and we're going to, or I'm going to get Ben Affleck to be Captain America, but he's going to be old Captain America you know what i mean like I, I can just hear the people arguing about it and i fucking hate it and I, like, yeah. then i just want them to just stop making this shit all together yeah. don't make any of it anymore because the more the shit you make the more it's making me not want to go what, back what you just told and me watch you, the you, you're like. watching the Marvel universe become the dc it's becoming the dc yeah. Universe. Yeah, yeah 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 if they have to start rebooting these things which they're not rebooting they're just saying like this person's they're gone so now we have our your new hulk is she hulk your new captain america is uh sam wilson your new which is like i give them credit for at least Trying that and not just rebooting, right. but it's not working. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to see movies with these characters. I just mm-hmm. don't care. Sorry. Yeah. E- even uh Paul Rudd. Like you made me not like Paul Rudd anymore. Right. So it's a, uh, it's a real. Uh, although I think I'm on record saying I'm not a huge Paul Rudd fan, but yeah. uh because he his shtick is kind of the same shtick all the yeah. time. Uh but, but yeah, I just now he's floating head Paul Rudd, and mm-hmm. it's like this isn't I'm not I'm not about this either. Yeah. So anyway,
4: shut this shit down. Can't believe we managed an hour on goddamn secret
0: invasion. This is a dun, segment dun,
4: On a magazine. This was not supposed to be a whole fucking show. God damn it. Fuck.
0: Hey, go watch Secret Invasion. Don't. Oh, I mean, don't. Don't. Don't watch Secret Invasion. Sorry. That's what I meant.
4: Permanent Marvelite Maximus followers include Ambassador Krzyzewski, Aubrey Class, Beverly Denniston, Christine VTuber Artist, Demetrius Christman, Harlow Zablinsky, Jeff Times 11, Chloe Patron, Manuel Hernandez, Marin Baras, Mujahid Thakur, Nikoshi Equals All Good, Quinta Opiniel, Sasha Van Sice, Taylor Holmes, and Twanda Snowden. WordPress true believers include Del Dracula, Kyle Benning, and Pragmatic Gollum. Keepers of the favorites flame include Artificial Twins, Billet Spy Vinyl, Capital Gain Income, Chris Dunford, Chuck Daddy64, Critspol the Rainbow Knight, Dean Hacker, Gregory Litchfield, Heroes United, Isabella, who specifically liked Marvel Superior's podcast episode 126. That would be Marvel Studios Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania 2023. I still not seen that, by the way. Julia Raul Rainbow Edition, kitos 2, Lori Miller Art and Music Creator, Mad Dragon, Mark Bromage, Max Romero, Max Apocalypse, Nick Spence, Nucky777, Chi Sakurabi Project, Ak D A L B S C G C Rihanna. Rx Farhan September Rains, Shanna Banana Sean M. Myers Speaker of the House Kirk Spencer Tim Price and William Voyage Retweet frantic ones include Between the Pages blog CH Nathaniel Devon Mason Sanford Relatively Geeky Podcast Network and Talk Nerdy to Me Among the enough sayers were Canoes who wrote Thanks at Rolled Spine I was thinking about Iron Man 3 after seeing the extremist technology in Secret Invasion it was a brilliant movie Del Dracula wrote I was going to rewatch Iron Man 3 after catching up on Secret Invasion but I think you guys talked me out of it Keith G. Baker wrote Iron Man 2 is 10 times the movie Iron Man 3 tried to be. Dan Mimbiello wrote, wow, I love that cover treatment, referring to Paolo Sakira's artwork that was used as the album art and was uh, given away to the cast and crew as a poster. Dan continues, can't find it online, is that art you had done for the episode? Pretty sure I like that piece more than my memory of the actual movie. Billy Hines wrote of the podcast, warning contains opinions. I think I'm a simple man. My takeaway from Iron Man 2, which I saw once, was Mickey Rourke whipping racing cars. Iron Man 3, just once again, was the, I think, great... Great reveal around the Mandarin 3, so 3 wins it for me. Face front true believers, the Merry
3: Marching Society of the Marvel Superhero Podcast.
4: Billy Hines, Canoes, Chris we Lydon, Dan Nimbiella Dave's Comic Heroes Blog, Divinity Rising, Dr. Irving Forbush, Dirk Ashen is finally finishing Kraken Rider Z, who added, Thanks Rolls Podcast, Ed Moore, Eugene R. Hendricks, Voice Actor Home Studio, The Hammer Strikes, Random Geeky Stuff, History of Comics on Film. I Was Joe Is The Irredeemable Shag. JMT Productions, Keith G. Baker, Ladies of Mischief Wrestling Fan Page and Gaming, Melda Rosica, Randy Caldwell, Richard Field, Satin Tights, A Wonder One Podcast, Superbound, and Tony S. Endure and Survive. This has been a non-for-profit fan production from Rolled Spine Podcast. Any
3: copyrighted material presented herein are presumed covered under fair use with no infringement intended.
1: When you want to build something, you need a strong foundation. Now, you know how few people I trust, Coulson.
3: You can count them on one hand.
1: And I'm not afraid to cut off fingers. The principle shield was founded upon was pure. Protection. Protection. One word. Sometimes to protect one man against himself, other times to protect the planet against an alien invasion from another universe. It's a broad job description.
3: No need to tell me.
1: But the belief that drives us all is the same whether it's one man or all mankind.
3: That they're worth saving.
1: That truth lives inside you, Colson. Before it was torn apart, S.H.I.E.L.D. was a lot of moving parts. Guys like you were the heart. Now, you'll be the head. What is it? Toolbox to help you build it back up.
3: You want me to start over? Rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D.?
1: From scratch. Take your time and do it right. You'll still have his back. Of course. There's no one else I'd trust with this.
3: Thank you, sir. How do you, how should I proceed?
1: That's up to you. Director.
2: And you, sir? Where are you heading now?
1: I'm trading in my bird's eye view for two solid feet on the ground. This is the last time you'll be seeing me for a stretch.
3: You're gonna disappear. Nowhere to be found.
1: Nowhere? (laughs) You know me better than that, Phil. I'll be everywhere.